hello. Welcome on in to the 12th episode of the Monorail Minute podcast. I'm Clayton, your host, and am very excited to be chatting with you today for our third edition of Magical Mondays on the show. It is probably my favorite thing to be chatting through on a weekly basis. Also, definitely up there has to be the rankings on Fun Fridays, but the just really wholesome, beautiful stories each Magical Monday are super uplifting and really make me glad that I've I've made it I've made the decision to record this show and really just makes me happy in general. So that's that. We'll jump in in just a second, but before doing so, just want to make one quick call out to the schedule for programming this week. Given the Memorial Day holiday in the United States that is actually today as I'm talking to you, or at least that's when most folks have the day off or a lot of folks have the day off, it's Monday the 29th. And because of that, we're going to do something slightly unique on the show. And usually we're a five-day-per-week show, but what we'll do this week, just given the holiday, the fact that I will be off work and spending time with family, and I'm sure, honestly, a lot of you probably won't be listening to the show on Monday, what we're going to do is we're going to drop Magical Monday like we do, so this is releasing at its normal time, but to be clear, there will be no Tuesday show So Magical Mondays will serve as a hybrid Monday slash Tuesday episode given the holiday, and then our regularly scheduled programming will continue on Wednesday for History Wednesdays. And that also means then that we will only have one episode next week or this week covering the news. So the way things look, once again, just to make sure we're totally clear, we'll have a Magical Monday, this episode release on Monday to serve as the Monday slash Tuesday episode for the Monorail Minute podcast. And then we'll have like normal History Wednesdays on Wednesday. We'll have one Newsday on Thursday. And then, once again, like normal, we'll have a Fun Friday rankings episode on Friday. So pretty much business as usual, minus the combination of a Monday slash Tuesday episode for the sake of the holiday. So now that that housekeeping item is taken care of, let's jump in and let's spend the next 15-ish minutes, give or take, talking through some more really wholesome, beautiful Disney stories. And before, I guess, sorry, I keep going on to more things before I actually jump in. But before we do jump in, I I want to cover two quick things. One, if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes of Magical Monday, I really would recommend going back and doing so. We've covered a lot of great stories in those shows, just like we will yet again today. And of course, they are shows that can be listened to at any point they never become irrelevant they're stories that you could listen to at any point so you don't need to listen to them on the monday or even that week if you want to listen to this in three five ten years it's not going to change the way you look at the story so i want to make that clear and once again for any other new listeners that are tuning into the show i want to highlight that magical mondays are all about the disney difference as many people call it and We'll talk through, on some weeks, some magical things that Disney does within its parks to enhance the magic. So different 
techniques that they use to do that. But what we'll be talking through yet again today and what we've talked through in the first two episodes of Magical Mondays are cast member interactions that have been really special. So without further ado, I will finally jump on in and walk you through the couple stories that I've pulled for us today. Okay, so story number one. This one comes in on Reddit from an account named Vat, V as in victory, Vat Weirdo. And they write, I've told this story somewhere else before, but when I was four, my family road tripped to Disney World. It was a long trip, but we made it from Texas to Orlando. When we get there, my dad feels funny and turns out he has a stomach bug. He gets over it in a day or so, but turns out he gave it to four-year-old me. Oh no. After some traumatic events at the Magic Kingdom... My parents had to buy me new clothes and take me back to the hotel, who does not obviously sound like a pretty sight. My mom asked the concierge a question when we got back, and in passing, she mentioned the incident. Fast forward to the evening. Room service knocked on the door, and they had baked our family a cake themed to 101 Dalmatians. With it came three ceramic Dalmatian figures my parents still have, and a note from Mickey Mouse himself saying how sorry he was that I wasn't feeling well. It had my name and everything. Absolutely magical. Something we will never forget, even about 27-ish years later. We still have the note in a scrapbook of that trip. So this story, again, is about 27, 28 years old, but simply incredible. I, I sorry. I, I know this is really a beautiful thing, but I can't help but make the joke. <laughs> I don't know necessarily if someone that has a stomach bug wants to be eating a cake. <laughs> oh boy! But still, very, very, very cool. Just once again, like a lot of these stories that we go through, it's incredible the lengths that Disney cast members will go through to brighten up the day or the vacation of someone and. I'm sure there's a bunch of folks out there listening that have had, unfortunately, had to experience something like this. And I actually know that back in the day I did as well when I was quite young, maybe five, six, seven years old, I had the experience of my dad getting pretty sick on the trip. And that certainly impacted a lot of things because he was in the room, whatever, throwing up, whatever he was doing. And it was my mom and my sister and I that were in the parks and obviously worrying about him, but still trying to make the most of our trip. So I'm sure there's other folks that are listening that have experienced that. And we all know how horrible that can be. And especially for a four-year-old, I would wager that it maybe was this person's first trip to Disney. And that's really unfortunate that you know, your first experience could potentially be so negatively impacted by such a weird fluke thing. And it's really cool that Disney identified that and went way out of their way to do this for them. And again, regardless, even if they did something very, very, very small, heck, even if it was just the note from Mickey, that would be incredible still. But the effort that they went through with the cake and the figurines, the letter and all of that, it's it's very clear. It wasn't, like I've said a couple times, it's not just a server giving a free dessert or something like that, which again, don't get me wrong, very nice, very special, definitely not expected by any stretch. But I guess what I'm trying, the line I'm trying to draw here is just 
the effort that was required to pull something like this off. And for that reason, you absolutely have to applaud this beautiful act of kindness. And then our second one is honestly, in some ways, along somewhat similar lines. And this one also comes from Reddit from a user named Zachary92, spelled Z-A-K-E-R-Y 92. And this one is brief, but I think still very cool nonetheless, and highlights some of the nice things that Disney is willing to do to make someone's first trip quite magical. And this person writes, In January 2020, we took our three children that were seven, three, and two to Disney for the first time. And quick aside, January of 2020, things were about to look very different in hindsight. Um, but anyway, yeah, took this person took their kids, seven, three, two, to Disney for the first time in January of 2020. And they say, Our first park day went great, but we returned to our room and each child had a gift bag with their name on it from Olaf welcoming them, and an Olaf plush plush pillow that our daughter still uses to this day. So again, very cool. I'm sure Disney knew and was well aware that this was the first trip for these three children, and once again, went well out of their way to make it special. And I think it's safe to say that just by that gesture, they have gotten Disney fans for life out of those three kids. So very, very nice story there as well. All right, and third story. This one comes in from yet another Reddit user. This person's name is Boom King, spelled B-O-0-M underscore King with a capital K. And this person writes, Today I found a $20 bill on the ground at Animal Kingdom, and there was literally no one else around. This counts, right? (laughs) Sorry, I just thought this one was silly and had to throw it in there. Um, Obviously... I guess, magical moment. So, (laughs) silly. Just wanted to throw that in there for the laughs, I suppose. But on to the next one. Next story comes in then from yet another Reddit user. This one's name is Accidentally Brave. And that is spelled as all one word. And they said that when they were younger that her and her twin sister would celebrate their birthdays at disney every year and they went several times throughout the year once they were roughly about seven years old they came back to their rooms to change for dinner that night and when they got there they were greeted by both mickey and minnie who were waiting outside their door with dolls for them as well as signed pictures for them and this person said that of course it was the best birthday surprise ever i mean duh and their parents promised they had absolutely no idea that was going to happen um wow i feel like oh wow i don't even know what to say about this one i'm very honestly pretty shocked i feel like the parents had to be in on it right i I feel like 100% the parents did that, and that's very nice of them to obviously not spoil the magic, but I would have to guess there was probably a text or something along those lines, or maybe even like a rough schedule where it was, you know, get back to the room around 545 and Mickey and Minnie will be waiting for you. I don't know, regardless, not to spoil the magic, but I'm just surprised that this happened as perfectly as it sounds like it did within this story. So wanted to share that because I think that's a pretty special one. Obviously, a lot of these things are unexpected, but this one especially, I don't know how this was pulled off. So very cool. 
next door then this one is a little bit more of a simpler food one but still a cool story nonetheless and this one once again comes in from reddit and i'm admittedly not totally sure how to pronounce this name maybe ask eWed view i don't know but it's spelled a-s-k-e-w-e-d-v-i-e-w and it's all one word and this person says my most recent i have a button with stitch eating a snow cone that says i'm just here for the snacks while purchasing a churro in the magic kingdom hub the cast member smiled and said this one's on stitch it took me a second to comprehend what she meant and then i chuckled and thanked her definitely put a smile on my face so once again really cute story here this person because of their cool button that's that has stitch and said that they're just here for the snacks the cast member took notice of that and then gave them a free churro and said that it was on stitch on, on stitch's dime so very cool very nice very simple but very cool nonetheless all right and then i think we have time for maybe two more yeah let's do two more so the second to last story that we'll be going through today on magical monday is from reddit and this comes in from a user named C. Duhan. All one word, C-D-U-H-O-N. And they write, The year Mind Train opened, the lines were ridiculous. And in parentheses, which this is totally fair, in parentheses they put, to be honest, they still kind of are. And yes, I, I documented that pretty well in my most overrated attractions episode, but that's neither here nor there. But sorry, back to the story. They say, Our family waited in line to ride it and loved it. On the way out, my five-year-old niece just kept saying how much she wanted to go again. We were trying to convince her that we should do something else with our time, because, again, hence the really long wait. They probably waited, like, 90 minutes. But while they were convincing the five-year-old that they shouldn't get back into that line, even though she liked it, there was a cast member working the ride right by them and overheard this discussion, and they came out and gave them a bunch of ride swap passes. And that meant that the group was able to go on the attraction three more times in a row. So really cool story there, especially being able to bypass the line. And, you know, that's that's, you know, I think more so like the surface level point of this. Like, yeah, it's great. They they helped this five-year-old and family get on the attraction a couple more times after how much they liked it. And that's all special regardless. But I, I, like I've pointed out a couple different times on the show, what really stands out to me is this is going way above and beyond in the sense of it isn't just this effortless thing that a cast member did. And the fact that the cast member paid attention to this conversation and i'm sure if you go up to a cast member heck even just say oh i'd love to do that ride again and a cast member overhears that they're not just going to give you free passes to get on the ride again this was the cast member really listening in and observing the body language of the conversation and really identifying how much getting to go on it again would mean to this five-year-old and for that reason the fact that they did this and totally made this family's day and probably made this family's vacation that in my opinion is what makes this special now last story for our magical monday this one once again comes in from reddit and the username of this account is 
Mace Million Win Duarte. It's an interesting name, but it's spelled M A C E M I L L I A N W I N D U A R T E. And it's all one word. But they said, when my wife and I got engaged, we were wearing our pins into Epcot one morning, and a greeter sang his own version of Zippity Doodah for us about getting engaged, and tons of people were around and cheered. Made the day in Epcot nice. And wow, that definitely sounds like an understatement. Really, really cool that a cast member would dedicate that song to you. I'm sure there were many people listening and watching and observing and, you know, all people all around you, I'm sure, getting into the park. And that is really, really cool to hear such a story. And it's it's great that cast members go out of their way to do such nice, creative things like that. And heck, this person's putting themselves out there. And I hate to, again, I'm not trying to make this story sound any less special, but I would have to guess this isn't the only time this cast member has ever done that, and I would have to wager they're probably a pretty talented singer if they're going to do something like this, but nonetheless, this is a cast member going well above and beyond, way out of their way to do something cool, and really make themselves stand out but they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it for the people that they're making feel good and singing the song for so once again very 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 nice story to close out magical monday and with that that is the end of the episode thank you everybody for listening once again there will be no episode tomorrow for tuesday newsday but we will reconvene on wednesday to go through yet another episode that covers disney history on the magical 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 podcast that we have here the monorail minute podcast So once again, thank you everybody for listening. Hope you have a great holiday if you are celebrating and I hope you have a magical rest of your day and look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you everybody.